Hello out there in podcast land, this is Dino. Welcome you on the back trails and hikes along the twisted bends around my life. Today I'm going to tell you about a story about the first time I got arrested for doing absolutely nothing. You see, when we first moved into where I live now, it's a very rural community, very private, very small, not many people know about it. When I moved into our small two-boy house with me and my mother, I noticed that my neighbor had a few things different about his house. Well, for once, his fence around his place was about maybe 10 foot tall with razor wire and four sociopathic pit bulls in it. You might think that'd be suspicious right there But it goes a little bit further than that. On the back of his home was a greenhouse, which was actually bigger than his home. And you would think that's where it would stop being strange. But then again, as my life has shown, that's wrong. When our neighbor finally came to introduce us, uh, he came out. Uh, He told me his name was Z, like the letter. I I don't like to be someone who criticizes culture or I don't want people to think I'm a racist or a bigot because I like to think I'm not. But I, I am really judgmental about people who are confused about which nationality they are. You see, Z believe he was Jamaican. He had the long dreadlocks. He spoke with an Irie kind of accent. Everything he owned was tie-dye. And he drove a VW tie-dyed van. But the one thing I forgot to mention is that Z was white. And his dreadlocks were red. Not because of coloring, just because he had naturally red hair. I later found out his real name, and I kid you not, his first name was Opie. Yeah, I'll let take a second to set that set in. What? Z was a pretty nice neighbor, pretty quiet, kept to himself. But every time I would mention about the greenhouse behind his home, he would naturally change the subject. I tried to talk to him about the situation, make sure that he was all right. I felt there was strange that somebody like him, whose only company were four pit bulls, each one named after a different strain of marijuana. One day, uh, while we're, me and my mother were sitting down in the living room watching television, the front door gets kicked in. And before I know it, Massive amounts of SWAT members and SWAT teams from ATF, FBI, and the local sheriffs came rushing through our door. They got us on the ground, they pinned us to the floor, they handcuffed us, and then sat us on the sofa and told us to show them where the drugs were located. I had no idea what they were talking about. But they kept insisting that this was a house that they were looking for that had apparently been selling huge amounts 
of marijuana and rock uh, crystal, I think they called it meth, or its sister cousin called crank. And I asked them, what address are you looking for? And they gave us the address. What I forgot to mention when I started this story is since we lived in a rural community, a lot of the homes shared the same address. For example, there might be at least five to six homes in different spots of our town which share the same address, like one, two, three, four, five on Avenue 165. The only thing that separated us was that every time someone mentioned their address, they would separate it by a letter. Our home was the letter C. For example, our address was 12345 Avenue 165, House C. Z's home was the letter D. When, they, when I told them that they were in the wrong house, showed them the mail, proving that they were in the wrong house, at the moment they said that, I could hear Z's VW van peeling out in front of our home past all the police officers and down the street. Now, I don't know if a VW bus would be exactly the best getaway car to go in, but from what I understand, uh, they did catch him, but it was several cities over before they found him. The officer wanted to let us, asked us, why didn't we think to ask about a house, a greenhouse that was bigger than the home? I had told him that we didn't know what he was doing. Other than being confused and thinking he was Jamaican, we didn't see a problem. He seemed nice, he kept to himself, and he wasn't one to throw very large parties. And when he did throw parties, he would throw them way out in the country, in the fields where nobody would know. Well, when the police apologized and fixed the front door of our home, we didn't, you know, we didn't think anything of it. But that's not where the story ends. You see, the pit bulls that Z had were still left at the home. They were used to us because we had periodically been feeding them scraps from our tables. Because, you know, we're dog people. Well, for some reason, the dogs were put in the home so the police officers could uh, search the greenhouse behind the home. When animal control came by to get the dogs, they asked me and my mother if we would mind, since the dogs responded to us, to go in and get them so that they can put them in the van and have them taken somewhere for processing. Because they believed that the dogs were victims of dog fighting, which we didn't know. Even though they were pretty heavily scarred, we just wanted to make sure the dogs were safe. When they went into the room that was Z's bedroom, the dogs had ripped apart his mattress. 
which contained $100 bills, which were now shredded into confetti all over the room. And according to the police officer who contacted us later, several of the dogs had digested the money. It's unsure how much they digested, and I'm not sure how they would count the money after the dogs have digested it, but I know that one of them had to take a strong laxative to push the rest of the money through. Well, I hope you enjoyed this story. Believe it or not, it's all true. Hope you enjoy. Have a good day.